Okay, so real quick, guys. Apparently, the first recording cut out without me without telling me. So uh, kind of like a base start. Like, I'll just update everyone on what's going on so far. Okay, audience. Right now, we are testing or doing a one-shot of my game, Cobalt Biker Bounty Hunters in Space. And I have two friends here with me right now. It's not the usual group. Uh, one of our friends, uh, I believe, may be under the weather, but I'm not sure. She could not be with us. You're familiar with Gabe. Well, now I have my friend Tony sort of filling in. He's my roommate. and he's Hi. Jesus. Hi, Tony. And everyone already knows Jack. What's up? And they have each made their cobalts already. My friend Tony has made a coal-scale cobalt who, uh, who has a blaster rifle, if I'm not... Say my specialty. What? Go ahead and do the specialty. My specialty is hacksaws. What? If it, if it involves hacking or anything that's generally associated with like hackers and like media, I get a I get a bonus to it. Oh wow! Okay. Oh, that's Very sweet. Good. All right, cool. And his name as and his name is Snurgle Traxus. My friend Jack here is playing a red scale cobalt. And his character's name is Grim, and uh, he's basically an action hero that uses a sawed-off double-barrel shotgun. Am I right? That would be right. Oh, boy. Yes. Here we go. And I'm going to keep my eyes on this thing, because I don't want it to cut out for no reason again. Because I have no idea when it cut off. So, you know. It's allergic to me. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But yes, this game is powered by the Apocalypse, which means it operates on 2d6. On a, a 1 through 6 is a failure, which means I get to something bad, I get to choose what bad thing happens to the person that rolled it. On a 7 through 9, they partially succeed, but I get to choose a sort of bad thing that happens to them, like an enemy may attack them for what they've done. And on a, I believe it's 9 through 12, well, or no, it's a 10 plus on a 10 plus they succeed and do what they wanted to do with the roll. And on a 13 plus, I'm have the rules up here, but I don't want to take my eyes off the screen. Like not only do they succeed, but they help their friend or their, or their uh, pack mate with their next roll. It gives them a plus one and they have made their characters I wanted to show you guys how it was done, but apparently I can't do that because Anchor's all weird and shit. So we will be starting with this. Uh, Let me throw down like really quick what the stats are. Um, sure, by all means. Sure, I'll, I'll be real quick. Uh, so we all have Swole, Cleverosity, Shine, and Nimble, which are basically uh, combat, uh, intelligence stuff, uh, charismatic stuff and being quick and stuff and then we have a specialty and the specialty is whatever we uh whatever we clear by the dm and uh it only adds to stuff that he thinks it's okay with yes and you're you're cooking right now aren't you i am okay fair enough okay cool things are really oh boy and i explained a whole bunch of lore but i think i got cut off with that so right now the uh, our two characters are on a cobalt satellite, 
which is essentially a gas station in space. It's a it's a bar where all the all the races can come together, get something to eat, trade, buy, sell, all sorts of stuff for resources. Sometimes humans get upcharged. Sometimes goblins and kobolds get you know sales, but generally. You're coming here, you're on neutral ground. And uh, if you're familiar with Goblinauts by uh, Basilisk Games, you understand the lore already. And I'll probably do a, a brief explanation sometime. I'll explain as we go. But things are tense between the elves and humans and the kobolds and goblins. There are doors, but they, but they are sort of a slave race to the humans and elves. And it's not very great. And this is important. This is important. This um, can I have a leather jacket and um, like like tight fitting with a black shirt over? Um, you can have a leather jacket just for looks, but it will have to go above your armor because this armor of yours has to be sealed because your motorcycles, your space motorcycles, are open just like real motorcycles, which means your helmet and everything is pressure sealed. All right, sounds good. Um, all right, yeah, I don't, I, I don't care so long as I got the leather jacket. Um, uh, what about the jeans? Am I good? <laughs> Jesus. Okay, for the leather jacket, as a matter of fact, let's make this the first roll of the night. But like finding a leather jacket that fits you. Ooh. Give me a cleverosity roll. All right. <laughs> that would be a plus three. You do not find the jacket. Oh. So you rolled a okay. three on two Yes. Thank you so much, babe. Sounds good. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Sorry, guys. They it, were feeding me dinner. It's fine. He's uh, Tony is eating as well. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. I cannot find the leather jacket. Yeah, you cannot find the leather jacket. Is there anything that I can make look like a jacket? Um... Oh, uh, he's my pack mate, right? Yeah, he's your pack mate. I'm I'm gonna use my hacksaws and use the uh, computer program to try to find one on the station somewhere. By all means, you can search. Sweet. You can search through the uh, you can search through the database and see if anyone in the in, in on the station has a leather jacket to buy. Can I make a request? If it's a partial success, is it pleather? We'll oh, see. Yes, <laughs> we'll see. It's gotta be. I'm not even the DM, and I'm saying. I have a nine. You have nine? That is a partial success. And, um... Yeah! You get a pleather jacket. You... you here's what, here's what happens. Happen. You absolutely find a leather jacket, but it's about two sizes too big. So if you want to wear oh. it, if you want to wear it, Grim, you're going to have to roll up the sleeves. I a whole lot. I that his bike oh, for it. sure. His bike wears it. What? I suggest that his bike wears it. Like, put it on the seat. What? So no. Like no, I need to rock this thing, man. <laughs> I gotta rock it. I, I don't care. I, I don't care. Hold up. Go, go ahead. Let's fucking... I will roll up these sleeves. I'll do it right now. I'm doing it right now. I'm rolling them up. 
<laughs> and I'm saying, and I'm saying, hey, uh, Snurg, thanks. You're one of the good ones. Um, all right. What good looking out, bro. I had my mouth full of food when he said that. He said, thanks, Snurg. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> And I said, good looking out, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um, um, thanks, I guess. Okay, now if no you guys problem, if you guys would give me a squint roll. Ooh. That's a clever Aussie, right? Absolutely. Mechanically I don't have 14. it, but uh, let's just say that this guy is squinting all the time because he's an action star. Oh absolutely. Even under his sunglasses. That's a 14. Awesome. I got a 14. I got a 3 plus 3. Okay. Unfortunately, Grim does not see this, but Traxxas does. And uh, Traxxas, as you look over, you see a, a kobold at a bar kind of rubbing his chin, and he motions for you guys to come over. Mm. Hey, uh, um, Grim, I think, I, I think that guy wants to talk to us. I look over. Just like a little bit, just just a little bit over my shoulder, almost like if you were to take a picture like from the front, it would look like an owl. Right, look super. But I'm just like looking over and I'm like, and okay, there. and you do see a uh, a yellow scale cobalt who runs the bar, motioning for you guys to come over, and he's and he, then he starts cleaning a glass. Okay, I take my pump action shotgun and I cock it once, just in one hand. Think he's think he wants to party. He's a bartender. <laughs> I, I I think he wants to give us some like some some work. Can you can you put no. the shotgun away for five seconds? Yeah, no, yeah, no, of course. Yeah. It's uh and I tuck it into my do I have jeans? No, it uh, if you have a it it magnetically attaches to your armor. Oh I love it. Okay. Yeah. Alright, so I do that. And I go over. You're right. Guess I kind of overreacted. Let's go. And as you approach, the uh, the uh, yellow scale cobalt leans in, and he uh, slips a uh, what looks like a data pad on the bar, and says, uh, "The humans have a uh, have a job, and I know you guys. You've come around here before, and you." You you stay alive, so may as well offer this to you. There's a distress beacon coming from a uh, Mars colony. They lost track with it about a week ago, and they want someone to go in and check out and see what's up. It's recon, and, and if necessary, search and rescue. Cleaning up human messes, huh? It doesn't All involve right. pentagrams, does it? Oh, God. Uh... He looks on the data pad. How many reads? No, uh, no pentagrams or anything like that. At worst, it's just another monster. Oh, chest monster. That's great. And when he says what that, kind of, oh, uh, what was that, uh, Grim? What what kind of resources are we talking? Uh, we're talking. Looks to be about a fifteen to twenty resource job. All right. Sounds like the price is right. 
if he has a flask of whiskey, he drinks it. By all means, you can take a sip out of a flask of whiskey. All right. So, uh, and you, I, you boys, I wipe, it, I wipe it with the back of my arm, the full back. Of- <laughs> all right, go, go ahead. So, uh, you boys want the job, or should I wait for another rep for another? Well, what do you think about it, Snurg? You ready uh, to hit the road? Snurg will look over at Graham, see how he uh, did the shot of whiskey, uh, order a uh, a Shirley Temple. Use his prehensile tail and, and chug that one, trying to look as cool as Grim and failing horribly. And, um, sure, yeah, yeah, let's, let's, you lead the way, man. All right. And he, uh, presses a number, he presses a button on the bottom of a data pad and slides it over to you. All the information you need is there. Mm. Sure, we'll definitely grab that. Okay. And, um, I'm not going to make you roll for this because it is a data pad and you're just going to take your time reading it on the way back or while you're uh, walking around. And uh, it seems like there was a ore mining colony near one of the poles of Mars. Hmm. And it seems like communications just suddenly went out. And there are several other colonies, uh, terraforming colonies, as a matter of fact, on Mars that haven't noticed anything strange. So it may as well just be like a very simple monster hunt. So they're they're saying it's just uh, communications have gone down. Yeah, they're they're saying it, communications have just gone down, and the job is it's a human base. It is a human. It is. It says it's human owned, hmm. but so it's probably dwarven. Like knowing knowing from what you said, it's probably dwarves that are running this terraforming. Right? Would dwarves have any reason? Or fuck? Should I even be asking this? I don't. As as my character, I don't think he would care about min- minutial. You know, what? I scratch that. I'm not going to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so Snurgle will look at it and kind of scoff and go, "Huh, human owned? Huh? Probably don't even have the uh, communications array configured right for uh, Mars weather patterns. It's probably just something I can go in there and do the stupid IT thing and turn it all off and on again. This should be easy money, Grim." Then it sounds like we just signed up. You did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, already... we, we, we sure did. We're, we're on the way yeah. right now. No, I know. I was just, I was just uh, like, reclarified. I, I don't know. I, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Great. I was yeah. just, yeah. So, anyway, let's go. And as you uh, go to the uh, egg, uh, docking bay of the satellite, you see a, a large, just, the satellites are very usually very crowded, and there are people everywhere, both human, elven, and kobold, and goblin. And it's sometimes tense, sometimes not tense, but as you go to your bikes, you see that they are still there, pristine, security systems have not gone off. Mm. Would you like to describe your bikes? And uh, let's just say, um, Jack, you go first. What does your bike look like? All right, so it's, uh, it's pretty much like... Um shit there's no other way to describe it it's it's like a harley right but um off of off of it uh off the one of the um one of the handlebars i've got like hanging like uh uh dice oh boy like yeah hanging dice and i also have a couple like bras 
Uh, and that's it. <laughs> Is that too much? That's too much. Nah. All right, no bras, no bras, but uh, I definitely, I've got the dice. I've got the dice. We'll just say that. What color is it? Uh, what color is your bike? My my bike is uh, chrome, just super chrome, super shine. Uh, yeah, super shine, super chrome, and black where it's not where it's not chrome. All right. I don't know much about my bike, so I don't know. But yeah, that's it's black and chrome for sure. Black and chrome. All right, Grim. What does your bike look like? Oh, uh, Struggle. Or no, uh, that's right. But Traxxas. Traxxas. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he has what looks like a very uh, basic model, but what he's done is uh, he's done some tinkering and upgrades to it. Uh, the front of it has the. Uh, so we've been pack mates for a while, me and Grim. Um. Let's just say for about two or three years. Okay. Um. The biggest skull of the coolest thing that Grim ever uh, blew up with that shotgun, I have mounted to the front of my bike so I can kind of look cool while he actually sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> and in the uh, uh, underneath the seat, it's got this huge array of uh, bright blue lights that are all connected to different USB ports and stuff, so I can run several uh, systems from it. And... Um, other than that, it's a base model uh, jet black cold uh, scale bike. All right. And as you both throttle up, you hear the hum of your ion engine bikes. And because you've modified yours, Grim, it does give off the throttle and the, <laughs> the throttle of a Harley bike. Yeah. And the bay doors open, and you both fly off into the darkness. And because this is more Star Wars than Star Trek, the ion the ion engines do help you go very fast. And the the ride to Mars is about, let's say, give or take, two hours from where the station is now. And as you oh shit wow really <laughs> damn we're flying man all right cool like I, I like said that. this this is more Star Star Wars than Star Trek nice. And as you near the colony, as you near Mars, you see that there are dark spots of where there are now colonies, and slowly Mars is being terraformed. And you know that the, because of the data pad, you know that the colony you're looking for is near the northern pole of Mars. Hmm. Thankfully, the cold won't really hinder you much because your suits do keep you warm and keep you alive, even in the coldness of space. Uh, since we have a, a sealed suit with helmets, does that, that mean we have like a communications thing in our helmet? Oh, yes, absolutely. Can I try hailing them from here? Um, give me... That would be... Yeah, actually you can. Roll Cleverosity for me. Awesome. Ooh. Uh, three on the die, so a five. It's just static coming back at you. Mm. That, that'll affirm so, my suspicions that it's probably just a communications thing. In his own head, he thinks that. I, I ask him uh, through the communications uh, thing. I say, uh, hey, so where are we headed, Kiwasabi? Um, oh, can I see if there's a landing pad nearby? 
Uh, you'd have to drift closer to the planet, but uh, yes, you absolutely can. Okay. Um, don't know yet, Grim. Let's get a little bit closer and check this thing out. And as I'll you and as you drift into Mars, because the, the because our Mars barely has an atmosphere, there's none of that burning on re-entry because you have basically nothing to re-enter to yet. And as you drift closer to the colony, you see that the colonies here are basically uh, glass domes that help keep a, a very modest atmosphere in, just the bare essentials of what would need to be transported and to kept, be kept alive. And uh, I need both of you to roll a, a squint roll for me. That's cleverosity, right? I believe so, yes. Okay, got nine. Nine. All right. Here's your I won't. There's a six. I don't need it because it's muscle. I don't need uh, that's a six and a nine from you. Yes. Traxxas. Affirmative. You don't notice anything, Grim, but Traxxas, you do notice something. One of the bays, bay doors at the base of this, at the base of this colony's entrance, if it's an entrance of a door, has been left open. Ooh, that's not good. Um, uh-oh. I start up my bike again. There's nothing here. They were wrong. Um, they, uh, either they were expecting us or something's really bad wrong because they left the door wide open. And I'll point to it. Oh, did you, uh, find something? Uh, yeah, one of the bay doors is, uh, suspiciously left open. And unfortunately, um, I don't think they knew we were coming. So you first. Well, don't mind if I do. Cock the shotgun again, even though it's cocked already. And uh, I start heading down. Uh, I'll follow him and pull out the laser rifle and sigh. And as you start gliding down on your bikes and you eventually get closer and closer to this uh, to this habitat, you notice that the door, that the outer bay door, hasn't necessarily been opened as much as it's been dented and pushed inside. And as you get closer, you see that the second row of doors used as sort of like an airlock ha is still closed. And it seems like, as a matter of fact, give me a Cleverosity roll if anyone wants to. I got it. Seven. Oh, God. Four. Well, you notice, do you, you think that maybe if something like, maybe a ship had crashed inside... They opened up the inner doors because the outer doors were damaged, and they dragged the thing in. Hmm. And so I'm thinking there was, an, so I'm thinking there was an army beat their way in here. What do you think? Uh, I, I think it's too early to form a hypothesis, Grim. But um, yours is as good as any. No, you know what? It was an army, and you know what? We're ready, Snurk. We're ready. Cocks a shotgun again, even though it doesn't cock. I love this. I love this so much. As you eventually do drift closer, you do see that there are drag marks 
at the base, at, at on the ground in front of the uh, airlock. What would you like to do? <laughs> um, I'm going to like try to land about 20, 30 yards away and stealth up to it. By all means. So you land just fine and give me a stealth roll. And that is based off of... That would be based off your nimble, I believe. Just one second. Let me go... Oh, can I use the uh, coal special ability? Yes, absolutely. Sure, I'm going to try to do that. And you will be adding your... Nimble? Nimble to this, yes. Cool, so plus one. All right, here we go. Ooh, that's a four, so that's a five. Ooh. So that's visible. You you think you're fairly well hidden, uh, being a black cobalt on the surface of a red planet. <laughs> Uh, Graham, what can would you? I, uh, oh, yes. Try a different. Can I try a different tack? Uh, what would you like to do? I would like to walk up. My shotgun drawn. On my shoulder. Slowly, sauntering up. By all means, yes, you can do that. All right, I do that. One of us is playing Call of Duty. One of us is playing um, Metal Gear. <laughs> <laughs> And eventually, you two both do make it to the uh, air, this airlock bay door, and you all see that around the bay door are red flashing lights, like you'd see on like like a red alert on something. Oh no! Uh, give me um. What's up, bro? Um. I'll be right back, and I run as fast as I can back to my bike. Yeah, you can do that, but first give me a uh, squint. All right. Eleven. Then, yes, you do see it on, like, next to the uh, inner airlock is a monitor, and you could just barely see it, but it says, Bay Doors Locked, in red flashing letters, human, and it just keeps... Flashing on and off in red letters, bay door locked. Okay. Yep, definitely running back to my bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to try to... Whoa, where are you going, bro? I'll be right back. I got to do a better parking job. Gotcha. I'm going to park the bike. I'm going to try to park the bike in the uh, in the, in the bay. Yes, that's... Uh, it's... It is big enough, definitely, for that because this is a very large bay door. It's meant for larger ships to come through, so you can settle. You can just settle right on in. All right. Um, oh, I didn't know you. Okay, so you're reparking your bike inside the. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Should I go? God, now I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna go too. I'll be right back. Okay. You just, All right. And, uh, Stay here. You'll see me flip open. Well, when I say all right, I, you see me flip open the uh, the seat of my bike and try to start connecting a, a wire from my bike onto the monitor. All right. And uh, what would you like to do? Uh, I want to try to hack this thing. Okay. And you have a special. You, your specialty skill allows for that, right? Yes. It's uh, hacksaws. All right. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and give me that roll. So um, 
I'll, I'll use my prehensile tail in both my hands and start frantically pecking at keys and moving wires around and making a gigantic show of things while I don't really know exactly if this is going to work or not. Uh, but I want to make it look like it's going to work. Um, and I'm going to try to find out a if there's a data log of the series of events that led to this situation on this monitor. And it's, uh, was it a uh, clever? Yes. Plus the hacksaws? Yes. Nine. Nine. That's a partial success. So you do, you do learn that something tried to get in, but you, but because of how corrupted the files are and how good human encryption is, you, you're thinking in your head, you can't get all of the information. So something did smash against the bay doors, but it could have been like a mishap with a ship. It could have been a monster trying to get in. It could have been an airlock breach where it just imploded. So like maybe maybe I just get the phrase unauthorized entry attempted? Yeah. You just get unauthorized entry attempted. Oh, uh, okay, cool. That's that's something. That's so, okay. I, I see the issue now. On my computer, I, I can only record for three minutes, so just one second, everyone, while I stop. And we're back. Sorry about that. My, it may just be easier to do this on my laptop next time, but whatever. So, uh, yeah, you just get unauthorized entry over and over again. Okay. So, and by this time, I, Grim, um, you, have come, you have come back at this point, Grim, and you see him just clacking away on his computer. I'm. I can't really back up a bike because it's not something I really do that well. It, I, I do it a few times. <laughs> Until I get it just right, and I, I, I get off the bike, finally, and I'm like, "All right, that should go. That should be good for a fast text." But it took me like twenty minutes. <laughs> Looks good to me, Grim. Um, so I'm really glad you brought uh the biggest gun you've got because um. Uh, I'm going to try to open those doors, and if there's anything that doesn't look remotely recognizable or cuddly as a teddy bear, I'd, I'd be super happy if you just blast the absolute shit out of it. That'll be a check, buddy. Don't worry about it. I got it. Wonderful. Hey, Here day, we go. Might even be like me. Okay, go ahead and give me your uh, hacking hacking roll. Hacksaws. Ten. I get my shotgun ready. Ten. With one arm. With one arm, I get the shotgun ready. <laughs> okay, y'all, wa everyone watches as, like, the red lights eventually stop flashing. There's The monitor turns green and says, bay door unlocked, authorized entry, and the store starts to open. And because it's a broken airlock, air starts rushing out. So mm -hmm. if... And that's all you really notice. That's all you really have time to notice before all the air, you know for a fact, the air, if all the air leaves this habitat, people, anyone inside may die. And suffocate. I guess I'm not I start kind of like shaking my head, almost like an herbal commercial, you know? And I just start shaking my head. So just the light just catches it just right. <laughs> and I still have my, my, my shotgun cocked. What would you like to do? Get ready to party. Uh, if there's nothing there, I'm gonna like try to set it to close in like ten seconds and run in with Grim. Uh, just give me a straight cleverosity roll then. Eleven. Awesome. 
uh, he, he, he tells you about this and he's, he finishes the clacking and moves on in. What would you like to do, Grim? Oh, so should I like, oh shit. So inside, we have Grim? like limited. Ten. All right, I'm going. <laughs> like that, and I slide in. And I the uh, in. bay doors close behind you and give the hiss of returning the cat, returning the area to its pressure. And, and can I say that I slide in like just in time and maybe I drop my, but my, like I reach out real quick and like grab them. Oh, by all means, yes. By all means, all right, yes, cool. because you did have plenty of time. I'll let you do that. All right, sweet. I'll just stare there and stare at him doing that, waiting for the last second. Oh, yeah. Like I always do. All right. Uh, and you guys can hear the world around you because there is an atmosphere in the dome, and you notice it's uncomfortably quiet. I need everyone to give I need both of you to give me a squint roll. Oh boy. It's quiet, Grim. Too quiet. Oh no. Yeah, but oh shit. <laughs> Five. Okay, that isn't oh man. <laughs> that is that is a one for me. Oh shit. None of you really notice anything. It looks like a fairly normal colony. There are uh the there are there's the houses here are pretty much like like half like six inches thick of steel. There's plants that may or may not be real, but they are there just to help bring a sense of normalcy to a red planet they they they've been essentially forced to live on. And you notice most of the houses are all about your size. So not as big as a human or an elf, but they could fit goblins and Dwarves fairly well. What would you like to do? Well, the houses here seem to be about, what, six inches thick. Solid steel. Affirmative. Looks like they could fit something like us or maybe a goblet. And these plants, I've never seen their light before, especially on a planet like this. Seems like they were moved here almost. Artificially. <laughs> yeah, almost like they were terraforming the planet, Graham. Almost, yes. Except for the fact that this is a mining colony. Hmm. From my understanding, it's a mining colony. <laughs> you just hear the soft clanking sound. Of my helmet softly hitting the side of one of the buildings over and over. <laughs> and over. <laughs> I All right, so, um, hello, is anybody there? Is that a yes or no? <laughs> I cocked my shotgun. Can you cock a cock shotgun? No. Unless you want to waste the rounds. At, at one point, round. he's going to realize that I'm just making a cocking noise every time I see him do it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I try to humor him as best as I can because he's my only pack mate and I love him so. 
Um, I'm going to, right. uh, I'm going to hide behind Grim. I need everyone to give me another squint roll. Okay. Oh, that's a little bit better. That's an 11. Oh, all right. Okay. So that is a nine for me. You both notice it, but Traxxas, you notice it first. Out of one of the houses crawls this. You're you're familiar with the stories of Earth. And how there were odd-looking sea creatures called starfish and sea anemones and things like that. Things you never got to see, but you read about in school and you've seen pictures and drawings of. I know what those things are. <laughs> and you see as one almost crawls out. It has the base of a starship as its lower body. Starfish? Starfish as its lower body. And the top of its body looks like a sea anemone. And it's this Icarus purple colors. These tentacles on top of its head are just flying around. And as it bends its upper body to you, you see in the center of its tree, a like body, an, a mouth open up and it's full of serrated teeth. I get to it and shove my shotgun right in its gullet. Go ahead and roll. uh, Go go ahead and roll attack for me. Right. Twelve. That is an auto success, and it does the full three damage to this thing. Oh, yeah. All right. And because you attacked it, it now gets to attack you. You see its its tentacles lash out at you, and I need you to make a nimble roll for your defensive roll. So am I doing this right? I'm just adding the result, the the four, right? Uh, the four D6? Two D6. Or two D6. I'm sorry. Oh, I am so sorry. I am so used to doing the other game. It's Hold fine. On, let me try something else. Yeah, it's a 2d6 plus whatever you have to your nimble. All right. So eight. That's nine, ten on um, the attack. So it's still the same, right? That's still a success. That's still a success, yes. That's six. On the def- on seven. The nim- seven on the defensive. That is a partial success, and it just. It's in kind of headbutts you and knocks you back. You're going to take one point of damage for that. You son of a bitch. What would you like to do? Well, it is your turn now. Now that he's been knocked clear, I um, I jump down onto the ground so that I uh, so that I'm um, prone prone, and I uh, level my laser rifle at it and shoot for the mouth. Go ahead and make the attack roll for me. Uh, let's see, that's with Swole. Yeah, that is with that's with Swole. Your attack. Yes. So nine minus one is eight. Eight. That is a yeah. That's a partial success. Do you do one point of dam? No, you do two points of damage to that, right? Right. Or, with the laser rifle, it's two yes. or three. So that says five. Cool. And then you watch as your round burst, like breaks off one of the arms, oh. but it is still coming after you. Uh, it is your turn now, uh, Grim. I'm just going to yell, don't let it eat you, Graham. 
Don't worry about it, little buddy. I got the handle. And what would you like to do? Sorry, I was eating my rice. <laughs> it's fine. All right. So, so um, I um, okay. So what I do is go almost into a runner stance, right? Mm -hmm. And I lunge and go to tackle it to the ground so I can beat it to a pulp with my fist. So All go right, ahead so. and uh, to do that, go ahead and, and roll swole for me. Wow, that's six plus five plus two. So that's 13. Mm. Plus, I would say action star because I've seen that in movies. Absolutely. Uh, and you. 14. You do knock this thing straight to the ground. And uh, because you basically you only, like, for uh, uh, a pop for the Apocalypse Engine, you only get one action per turn, you'll have to try and make your attack action next turn. But now this thing does get to hit you. And um, I'll give you a. Because you're on top of this thing and pinning it to the ground, I'll give you a plus one to this nimble roll. So it's going to attack you. So roll, go ahead and roll nimble and give yourself a plus one on top of that. That is a seven. That's a partial success, and it does lash out and smack you with one of its many tentacles, but you do no stay on top of it, and you take another uh, one point of damage. damage. Okay. Son of a bitch. Traxxas, your turn. I'm gonna yell, I got your back, buddy, and I'm going to run up there with it and, like, dogpile this thing with him. By all means, go ahead and roll uh, roll swole for me. Uh, seven. You jump on top of this thing, but now it does get to attack you because it basically saw you coming. You, okay. give, you gave yourself away like that. Right. Make a nimble defense roll for me. All right. This is, this is a little bit easier for me. All right. Cool. Also a seven. As you jump on top of it, you realize you just jumped on top of its mouth and it takes, it bites your armor and it doesn't really do a, that much damage, but you do take a point of it because it basically hit you with its teeth. Gotcha. Ow. All right. Now it is your turn again, Grum. Okay. So can I, can I use my action to aid him now that I'm next to this next one? Your action was jumping onto the thing and pinning it to helping him pin it down to the ground. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. So I, I go to take shots with, uh, with my fists. Um, and I am just beating the crap out of this thing as, as much as I can. So that's plus one to melee for claws, right? Yes, absolutely. So you'll be doing and plus one damage. Plus two. So that's six, seven, nine, nine. Nine. That's a uh, that is a partial success, and your punches normally will just normally do about one or two. That's a partial. so you're doing you do two damage to this thing. So and this thing's starting to look pretty pretty worse for wear, but it is going to try and um, attack at you, Grim. Go ahead. And Wait, hold. shit. No. Okay. So like, um, I'm so sorry. So I forgot the cinema cinema worthy moves. So, like, does that count as a cinema-worthy move, like tackling it to the ground and just beating the crap out of it? Because I, I feel like I've seen that. Considering I've done that in real life, I'm going to say no. Okay. He did give you the bonus when you well, shoulder-tackled right. it to the ground, though. Absolutely. Yeah, that is true. So it is now Now it's going to try and strike out at you, uh, Grim. Make a nimble dodge roll for me. Can I use my first shot pill to aid him? Oh! Oh! 
Uh, five. Oh boy, that you you get a full on blunt force hit to the head, and you take um you take a full uh two points of damage for that. I am now in severe condition. <laughs> All right. What would, okay. what would what would you like to do, Traxus? I um I am uh I would like to dedicate my prehensile tail extra minus one action to aiding him uh next time he does something. So for that, go ahead and roll and give me an aid roll. Aid roll, and that is situational, but um since it's a uh, trying to make him dodge, will that go off my nimble? My yes, that will go off your nimble. Nimble minus one is just base roll. Mm -hmm. But I got an eight. Awesome. So uh, you will get up to your next dodge roll, uh, Grim. You'll be getting a plus one on top of whatever you already had. Okay. And I uh, back, man. So it because you did you didn't attack it, it will not take an attack action against you. Oh, that's just my extra action. My oh. base action is putting, uh, pushing the laser rifle down his gullet because he's trying to hurt my friend. Ooh. Okay. Go ahead and roll the uh, attack for me. And because you're aiming it down a skull, I won't give you the minus one for oh, using the right one. What did you what'd you roll? Uh, a four minus one because I am not swole, so I got a three. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It sees, <laughs> it sees us coming a mile away, and its teeth grab around the barrel of the rifle and toss you to the side. And you with, it lets go of you because you're holding onto it pretty tight, but you roll away like about three yards. Can I, can I forfeit the rifle and let him throw that instead? Yes, actually, if you want. Okay. But you are now rifleless in melee with this thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, Graham, it is now your turn. No one bites my friends. I get to my feet, and I try to curb stop it like I saw in American History X. Oh, oh God. Make, okay, yeah, go ahead and roll, uh, roll with your action movie star of the attack against this thing. That's a twelve. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! You you watch as the the sea enemy head of this thing's head just explodes, and it eventually just stops wriggling. I take I take deep breaths, even though I, I probably just don't need them. Mm -hmm. You know, I take deep breaths. My hands on my uh, knees for a second, and I look back. I bite my lip, you know, so it bleeds just a little bit. If it's not bleeding already, it's bleeding already. You, you've, oh, you've, okay. all right. I look, I look back and I'm like, you're right there, Snurge. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more worried about you, man. Um, let's see if we can find the first aid place around here. I want to go get my gun. Right. That was insane. Yeah, but we handled it hmm? handily. And That's I go fine. to hand, put my arm out to, to go and, and help pick him up. Yeah. And then I fall over. Oh no! Uh, I'll try to. Shit. I'll try to give him a shoulder so we can both walk together. Yeah, All right. Like, at the very least, Thanks. he has some bruised ribs. At the very least, I appreciate it if you don't say this, especially the women. Oh well, I'm, I'm definitely going to tell him the part where you curb stomped it into oblivion. Yeah, that part's okay. Okay, just so we're clear. So, if you're looking for the medical area, go ahead and roll me a squint. Squint. I'm good. Squint. Nine. You do eventually find a, a large building that's been painted white with the universal symbol for come here if you're hurt, the red X on it. Ah, the Pokemon symbol. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, as you go in, you notice that 
it's still obnoxiously quiet, just like the rest of the area. Go ahead and give me a another squint roll. All right. Um, once we get inside, I'm gonna. Oh, okay. I do this right now. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Oh, that's an eleven. You hear footsteps that are not your own, coming from a uh, coming from a room on the far end of a uh, hallway. I cut my shotgun. Uh, Don't worry, little buddy. Shotgun, I got this. I'm gonna look over to him and go, "Shh, Graham. I don't think they know we're here." Isn't that the point? Let's get you bandaged up first, and then you can worry about kicking more ass. Got you. <laughs> That's smart. I try. You're always smart. <clears throat> All right. All right, and I, I, I put my uh, side because uh, I realize oh we're in a place of healing. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, and um, stealth time. Yeah, and eventually, uh, go ahead and um, if you would like to roll stealth, by all means, go ahead real quick. Oh, I always like rolling stealth. Four. Seems stealthy enough with you know metallic boots against steel steel floors. You seem stealthy enough. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. I was like, go down looking for a first aid kit. Go ahead and roll me another squint. Yay. Uh, that's an eight. That's an eight. You do find a, uh, a, uh, a small me- uh, first aid kit. And uh, as you open it, you see that there is a, uh, a, bi- uh, a biofoam injector. Okay. And uh, basically how you use that is you remove the nozzle you place it to where there's a wound, and you inject it. And it, it you know for a fact it's going to itch like hell the for like the first 15 minutes, and it's going to hurt, but then it'll eventually numb the afflicted area. Oh. And I, and I say, I say it's... Boom me, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, run back over to him and, and try to apply this without hurting him further. Go ahead and roll uh, a clever... Give me a cleverosity roll for this. And uh, while I'm doing this, my prehensile tail is is holding my laser rifle because I did hear those steps. Absolutely. All right. Uh, here we go. Oh, snake eyes. Uh, so four. Oh, no. I said boom. Uh, boom. You're cutting out a little what, bit real quick, but... Uh, you, uh, you, before you even get, as you're fumbling with it to like lift up the nozzle, you press the button accidentally and it shoots off into the, into the ceiling and just flies away. It's okay. It happens to all these bikers. <laughs> just hear that soft metallic thud again. Banging my head against the nearest wall. All right, let's go, let's go try to find another one. Oh my god! Go ahead and um, roll squint for me again. At this point, my character knows that he's not being stealthy at all. So while he's running around looking for this first aid kit, he's saying out loud to whatever the steps were, "Please don't kill me." As you're saying that, like you look down the hall and you see like a tiny bearded head peek out. Of, of the door. <laughs> oh God! I take my shotgun out and I aim it. 
Hey, Ivor, fuck's sake, mate, you? what are you doing? I could ask you the same question. I what fucking live doing? here! That's no excuse. <laughs> Grim is an excuse. It seems like a pretty great excuse to me, man. And event eventually you'll see like more people walking out and they are all dwarves. Full on beards, men, women, children, all have glorious, glorious manes of beards. Oh wow. Hey, nice facial hair, guys. Thank ya. you. What you seem like friendlies. I, Forget I, my friend here is trying to steal your shit. Yeah. I, it, this, this, this is human shit. It's not our shit. We're just we're just forced to be here. We're trying to stay away from those fucking monsters outside. And there's right, a... Don't forget I threw him under the bus. Huh. I'm just hurt and I need help. I we've got a... My wife here can uh, help patch you up. Uh, did you kill all of them? No, just the one. Uh, there's... Yeah. Oh, we, Lord. We killed it hard. Well, I'm happy you killed one of them. But there's a few bit more than that. Um, shit. Everyone just try and be as quiet as you can. And at eventually, like, the the man's wife will eventually come out, and she's covered in soot, and she's just... She, you could tell that they, you normally work in the mines, but and this may be the first time they've seen, like, outside in a very long time, but eventually she grabs a biofoam and properly uses it. Yay. Um, Grim, go ahead and remove... Two damage off of uh, your health. Okay. So I'm only at two damage now. Thank uh, you so much. There you I go, lad. <laughs> she, she smiles and says, there you go, lad. But uh, if you don't mind me asking, what the hell are you? Um, we're kobolds. Cool. And we're angry kobolds. So we're is... Here. So is that like a goblin? Because I've only ever... No, we're like uh, like a separate kind of thing. It's like a separate species almost. Uh, but uh, yeah, you want to take this one. I feel like uh, like you'd be better. We're... Uh, if... Huh. huh. Well, uh, we're, we're kind of like lizard people. Um, Lizards? Totally. Yeah, like lizard people. Like, uh, if you ever seen a, a werewolf movie, but, like, replace the angry wolf with, like, uh, a, a, a lizard? Um, you see none of this is sticking. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, is, is the atmosphere breathable in here? Absolutely, yes. I'll take my helmet off. I'm one of these. Their eyes go wide for a bit, but then they realize they don't get out very much. They are kind of slaves here. Okay, so this is new. We're friendlies. We're I, friendlies. I, well, if, if you know. killed one of those wiggly bastards outside, by all means, yes, you are friendly. Can, but, can, can I please ask where those came from? They look confused and they say, you don't, do you not know about the monsters, lad? Go ahead and roll, roll a cleverosity, by all means. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I got an eight on that one. Not, not to uh, outdo you, I got a twelve. All right. You okay? You 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 guys both know that you do you do know that there are that there are monsters, Grim, but you know a bit more than that. You know at about the same time that the humans started space traveling, 
things started coming in from beyond Jupiter. And they don't necessarily need air to survive. They naturally fly through the empty vacuum of space. Some of them are massive, the size of warships. And some are small, the size of insects, and they travel in swarms. But they are very reminiscent of these sea creatures that were once on Earth, but they are more like abominations now. And I'm very geez. aware that they weren't on the damn paperwork for this job. Oh, by all, yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, sorry, real quick. I have to uh, use the restroom real quick. Can you pause the recording? Thing? I'll be right back. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, I, we're coming up on our next 30 minutes, so I do have to stop and restart. So we'll, right, cool. we'll see the audience again in a few seconds. Ha, didn't catch it. Okay. Anyway. So basically more dwarves come out of the woodworks as they see you guys and they all look covered in soot. Their hair is scrunchy and scratchy, but still as well-groomed as they can keep it. And they eventually begin to explain some things. Something big came in and tried to break through the door. One of the humans who is basically running this place, the foreman, knew that if it broke through the inner door, everyone would die. The dwarves, but more importantly, the humans. So it let it in and closed the door behind it. And the thing started to rip and tear through the buildings and houses. And you missed the sight roll, but as you look out the window, you see that the tops of all the smaller houses have been ripped open. There are doors torn to shreds. Six-inch steel just ripped away. Ugh. Yeah. And uh, eventually, like, the thing... This thing that should not be crawled into the mines, the main mine for where all this, the uh, ice and ore is mined. So for drinking water and for smelting and creating of weapons and other items like that. And they said that it is the mother, essentially, of these things is down in, in the mine, but, well, it's... Its babies keep crawling up and trying to get at us. Thankfully, the thankfully the hospital's more uh, buff. He doesn't know the right word for it, but it's better equipped to dealing with these things. But as far as I can tell, we're the uh, only survivors here. Well, thing is, Grim and Snurg are here now. And I wouldn't worry about monster problem because we've got it handled. I just nice. stare at Grim while he's saying this. We handle monster problems all the time. Do we handle monster? You 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 handle you handle them like not like not frequently, but enough to know that these things, like even the ones your size, are like. In, like really tough to deal with, and that's why you usually charge a lot more than what you're being paid for right now. So, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, Snurg's main uh, hang up is like, I'm not getting paid for this shit. All right, then he says, We deal with these things frequently, and I'd like to talk to your bosses because if the price isn't right, we're gonna have to go. Um, 
question, uh, dwarves, do y'all have a transport anywhere nearby? Only the ones that are uh, owned by the humans, actually. Um, oh, I don't care who they're owned by. They... We normally just walk in and out of the mines when we're supposed to. Uh, for a transport vessel, one comes in roughly every seven days to pick up the ore that we've mined. Oh, they don't give y'all one? No, we just use our use trolleys to bring up the ore. Oh, asshats. Yeah, we're kind of fucking slaves. I, I, I got that part. Um, damn. Hey, point of order here. Hey, Snark. Yeah. I forgot, I forgot why we're here again. Uh, we That's were supposed question. to figure out why it wasn't communicating with the other stations. Wait, other why, stations. Why is it not communicating with the it's other stations? Because he's ripped the hell out of everything in here, man. Uh, but that does remind me, maybe I can send an SOS to one of the other colonies here? I mean, it's sure. worth a shot. We don't have a standing army, though. It's basically when the, the humans have all the guns and the weapons. We have pickaxes and stuff like that. Um, it's You could quite possibly send out an SOS, but I have no idea when it would meet and when they could get here. Because we'd have to wait for a fleet. And usually they just send mercenaries. They don't waste time on human soldiers with us. We're kind well, of expendable. I guess, um, I guess you could consider us mercenaries. But mercenaries, the thing about mercenaries is they get paid. We're your boss lords. Wait a minute. Um, what, what exactly have you been mining down there besides ice? Uh, we've been mining some steel and some copper ore. Uh, and we go down there with pickaxes, and every now and then we find a really tough rock, and we use blasting caps for that. Grim, I, I, I think I have a plan. Shoot. Um. All right, so real quick, Alex, is copper as expensive here as it is in our world? Absolutely. Okay. Um. Uh, hey, Grim, let me talk to you over here for a second. Sure. Whatever you say, bud. And uh, pull him over to the side and be like, put my hand around his shoulder. He's like, Grim, I, I think I have something that, that might be crazy enough to work and get us paid at the same time. Um, the, uh, they, they have explosives down there, and that thing's kind of nested down there. Maybe we can blow it up, and uh, but we do it for all the copper that we can carry on the way out of here. Sounds great. How much copper can you carry? Uh, well, I'm more worried about how much uh, copper your your tripped out bike can carry. It's, oh, don't worry about my bike. My bike can haul. It's space. Haul. Everything's weightless, so you can all, all kinds of copper. Yeah. As long as you can get out of that, like as long as you can escape the gravity well, the amount of copper you can carry doesn't really matter. Gotcha. Um, so that's a lot. That's enough to make me happy. Now we just have That'll to be, be crazy enough to go down there and fight this thing, or at least try to blow it up. <laughs> Danger is my middle name. I know for a fact from your background check that that is not your middle name, but I'm going to let you have this one. I'll tell. I'll let everyone else think that. All right, sounds good. <laughs> so, uh, what are you lot whispering about over there? Payment. Oh, we were just talking about how you're going to give us all the copper. 
through your minds and we'll solve your little monster problem. To call the fucking copper you want, we ain't gonna spend it. All right. We get rations. <laughs> I just went I just went Irish on you, sorry. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Then uh let's get this party started. Okay. What? Wait a tick. If you guys make it out of there, do you have any way to transport someone small with you? Whoa. This just turned into an escort mission. Why? He looks over at his daughter and he goes like, I hear rumors. Rumors that the goblins will take in refugees. And I don't... We're not into charity work. Well, well, hold up now, Grim. Um, first thing, does she have a, 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 a spacesuit? Because these are all open top that we use, man. We'll find something. I'll go out there and I'll check and see if I can find anything that I can use to keep her safe in the up there. But if you come back and you make it out alive, can you help my daughter? If the price is right, what do you think, Derg? Well, um, hmm. Uh, let me punt. He'll, 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 you'll hear this little talon tinking the side of his helmet as he thinks really long and hard on this for a second. What's your denim situation down here? <laughs> yeah, is it denim? Oh, no. All our oh. clothes are literally denim. Do you have a tailor? A tailor? Um, Who fixes your stuff when it gets ripped? My wife usually does. Uh, she's really good at crafting up uh, or fixing and patching up um, clothes. What if All we right. make Grimm's jacket fit just right by the time we get done blowing up this thing? And we'll take your daughter. And you know what? We want twinsy jeans. Twinsy jeans. <laughs> I want him to look exactly alike. The uh, the wife nods and says, "All right." And she walks over and she uh, gets the best measurements she possibly can for what you're asking. And she'll take your jacket and she'll say, "Hopefully, by the time you get back, I'll have something worked up. May not be clean, be but it'll be what you want." It's like your daughter is going to be trapped down here. Oh wow, that was that was chaotic. Hold on, let me uh, let me do that. That would be great. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you, because that was dark. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> the Snyder cut, right? There. <laughs> Jesus. All right, uh, I'm gonna need your foreman to give me the layout of that mine. I'm gonna need to know where your blasting caps are, and I'm gonna need to know if any of you are. Uh, have the freaking cojones to go down there with us and escort us. <laughs> I, I didn't think I'd need a roll this time. My bad. I was mistaken. Uh, well, uh, first off, Foreman's dead. Uh, he was taken when the thing first came arrived, but let's see what I can do. Damn. Okay, cool. He pulls, he grabs a piece of paper and he grabs a piece of charcoal that he kept in his uh, his back pocket and he draws out a fairly crude map of what the place, what what you can expect going down in there, as far as he could remember it. Okay. And then, as far as someone to escort you down there, 
no. Yeah, no, no one's that, uh, they kind of saw what this thing did and how big it was, and they're like, fuck that. You guys have guns. We have pickaxes. All right, last thing I need, uh, Grim, you've got plenty of ammo for that shotgun, right? I, I think, do I? Yes, for the, for the, for the sake of this, you have about, you fired about four or five, you've, let's say you have 15 rounds for the shotgun left. Okay. That are on your body. Uh, yeah. Hey, Grim, you can carry that. You can use that thing one-handed, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. In fact, I exclusively use it one-handed. Well, then here. And I give him my laser rifle so he can dual wield. Damn right. Okay, if you're going to be doing... Yeah, okay, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll allow this. Fuck yes. What All about right, you, little Dink, 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 Anyway. <laughs> um, I would like to try to find one of the trolleys that they use. Uh, uh, it's near the mine, but you, she, uh, if you we'll want to use... To, I mean, I just need to know where it is. They'll, they'll be, hopefully, they, the fucking thing didn't fuck it up too much, and they'll be near the entrance to the mine. Okay. Grandma, I'm, if it's cool with you, I'm thinking if we can get to a trolley, repair it, Load it with blasting caps. Have you cover our butts until we get close enough to it and then shove that, uh, set the trolley to drive straight into it while we run the hell away and blow that thing to kingdom come. Will it ignite if it just hits it? I can, I can hopefully make it that way. Uh, if, uh, barring that, you can do a really cool badass thing and shoot it with your shotgun until it blows up. Damn right. There you go. Sounds like a plan... Sounds like a plan, Kimosabi. Let's go. How do you know that word? And I'll just start walking towards the direction we need to go. Yeah, and eventually you start making your way down there. I need I need both of you to make stealth rolls. Alrighty. So he'll be using his ability to do it. Yeah. Uh Grim, you need to roll nimble for this. And it's just do a flat nimble roll. Uh, stealth isn't really my thing. I feel like I feel like I would just walk out. Yeah? That, 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 like... Can I beg you to stealth? Okay. I will stealth. All only right. because... Only be... All right. All right. Hold on. I say... Only because you asked me to. Nine? It's... Okay, but what'd you get? Eight. Uh, eight. Okay, that's good enough. Um, you hear, like, the clicking and croaking of things inside the houses... But you don't alert anything near you. And eventually you do find your way to the mine. And this place has been devastated. It looks like something bigger than it should have been tried to claw through the mine. But it is still, as of right now, holding, like, staying up. Huh. And uh, I need, uh. if you want to look for a trolley, I need both of you or just you... Um, Traxxas to make a squint roll to look for it. What are you looking for? We're looking for a vehicle. All right, then I go ahead and, and make a, uh, a spot roll. That's a eight. Eleven. Eleven. You do manage to find um, a fairly untouched uh, trolley. It ha It's big enough for two dwarves to use, one to like 
sit sit aside and want to drive to help on the one the passenger the shotgun usually stays is there to help with the manual labor as they get to the top of the mine they pull it out they and they start moving the ore out of the trolley and into a uh a, a basically a vehicle to take it to a ship but you do find one basically untouched it's still scuffed up and looks like it's taken a beating but it looks like it can move hey snark yeah. are you thinking what i'm thinking i'm thinking the badass with the shotgun right shotgun that's right <laughs> that's right ride or die <laughs> cool ride or die brother i'll jump inside this thing all right um Give me a cleverosity roll, real quick. I've waited my whole life for this. All right. Ooh, a six. You have a hard time starting it up at first, and you figure you're, you may you're not familiar with this kind of technology. Mm. You're used hey. to buttons and stuff like that. This this seems more analog. God. Hey, is this okay? Is everything okay back there? Because I thought you said like ride or die, and then I thought you were gonna, you know, drive, but then. He just kind of stayed still. Right. Uh, uh, no, we're, just... we're, we're totally doing that. Uh, think of this like a loading screen. Uh, go ahead and roll again. All right. Uh, cleverosity? Yes, cleverosity. 11. You you kind of retrace your memory back back to where, like, older older sh uh, vehicles and ships back in class, and you look next to the driver's wheel, and you see, like, this thing sticking out of a slot. You grab it and turn it, and it cranks up, and you realize, oh, this is a diesel engine. Oh, this is what you make your bike sound like, Grim. Yeah. And I'll throw it just for Grim. I yeah, love you, the smell of diesel in the morning. Let's go. You That's know, what I'm talking about, buddy. You know, this is a very old technology, but, you know, it's what they would give the dwarves at this point in time. Right. And you eventually start driving towards the mouth of the... Um, of the mine and you have the map right next to you and you know that a few hundred meters down there's an off turn to the left right. and there is where they keep the explosives in a locked room and it's where they keep shit down but it is a hundred meters down right. okay point of order i put my glasses i so when i actually go to shoot I snap my head down so my sunglasses hit the bridge of my nose, and then I start shooting with both guns. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. I think that's pretty action movie. Awesome. So, for this, because you're driving, Traxxas, I'm going to need you to make something called a drive roll. Right. And you could use this either with Nimble to help dodge, or, tell, or your Cleverosity to make, make it go fast. And for... You, Grim, I need you, this is going to be very attack heavy for you, so I need you to be ready on those. Got it. As you start going down, you hear more of the, uh, and you start to feel the mind shake. And eventually, as you go down, like, you're, you have you, you have fairly good eyes because you spent, your species spent most of its time in the dark. Yeah. And you see these tentacled creatures crawling up out of the mines. I need you to make a drive roll. And Grim, I need you to make an attack roll for me. Yeah. This You will be Take playing it. defense. And Grim, you will be playing offense. So I need both of you to make your rolls right now. I'm going to say I'm gunning it. 
gotta get out of here. Gotta oh, get yeah. out of here. Gotta get out of here. That, that first, that first one's a ten for me. Eleven. Sorry, eleven. What's yours? Uh, I got a nine on cleverosity to go fast. All right. You, uh, as you're blasting away, spiking these things in their bodies, in their black Icarus blood flying out, you, he, you, his driving is moving you past them, just dodging and weaving through, and you don't take, and no, none of them actually managed to be able to hit you back. Woo! Nice. All right, give me another drive roll, and Grim, give me another attack. Okay, that one's only a seven. But that's at least partial, I think. That is a partial success. That's an eight. That's an eight. You managed to strike a few more down, but as you look up, you see a very small creature flying straight at your face, and you don't have time to duck, and it hits you straight in the head, and I need you to take one point of damage. Oh, that's all right. Oh, no. That's okay. I'm still in. A, it's just a flesh wound. That's only my second took damage. took Fabio right to the face. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. This is why we have windshield. Wait, wipers. who is that? Is that who gets hit? Is I that do. is that? Uh, no, no. Like he gets hit. Oh, Grim gets hit. Yeah, because you're you're yeah. basically rolling defense for this man. Oh, okay. Okay. My okay. Bad. I thought I was getting hit. No, no, no. Uh, can I choose to bite it? Do you want to bite this is thing that... midair? Uh, yeah, I want to bite if it lands on my. No, it's bite. like, it's like. Being hit in the face with something, so... Oh, so is it like a bug? It's like a bug, yes. Ooh, can it's I a... use my personal toe to try to swat it out of the way for him? Because mm, you already... The driving rule is basically the defensive rule, so... Uh, but if, I have that's, second action. Go ahead and roll that for me. As a matter of fact, that's right, but it is at a minus one. Yes, so... so uh, six plus two... Uh, minus one, so seven. You keep you watch as this thing is flying towards your face, Grim, and then you see a big black tail just swap it out of the air as your friend has made made it where you do not take any damage this turn. Would it hit my tail instead and take, give me the damage? It's an armored tail, but okay, both, cool. but for sake of it, your helmets are off at this point because yeah, I remember taking mine off. Yeah, so you, I I, I look I look behind me and and give him like a nod. Of like to an, from a knight to a squire, just like. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I just, just say, just keep those things loaded, man. We're going into the shit. All right. And as he says that, I cock both guns. I don't even know if the laser gun could cock. It does. If I don't, I make a cocking sound with my mouth if I have to. But I cock both of them. All right. All right. And as you're speeding down this mine, you see more of these things, like basically just crawling up out of the darkness. <laughs> One of them is like a sea, like a sea urchin, and it's just crawling up, full of spikes. I need you to make the drive roll to avoid hitting this thing, and I need Grim. I need you to roll attack to blot to try and blast this thing out of, like out of no. existence. Oh no! Ah! No! What'd you roll? Got, so that is a four on that one. All right. What'd you, what's your defense roll? Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. So you miss, like Grim, you miss this thing. And as you try and blast it, but its armor's too thick and the lasers just glance off of it. But he manages to like dodge this thing and 
you narrowly escape being impaled on like these giant, almost steel-like spears on this creature. And you have a feeling this will not be the last time you see of it. Oh god, that was that was really cool. Like I'm not gonna lie, that went out a little bit. Hey, that was really close, and you kind of got us out of the shit there. And for that, thank you. All right, ride or die, right? Quite ride literally, or ride or die. All righty. Uh, getting close to the turn. You're getting, getting very close to the turn. As a matter of fact, make one more drive check for me. And Grim, you see more of these, not sea urchin, but like anemone type things like on the ceiling, just hanging in front of you as you're driving up towards them. I need you to make another attack. I need you to make another drive. That is better. That is better. That's an 11 for me. 11? 12. Awesome. 12 for me. 12. What about Does it have like a stick shift? It's automatic. It's automatic. Okay. Don't worry about that. I'm just going to roll. Hey, okay. Uh, eight again. All right. You take your shotgun and you just blast these things off the ceiling and he drives right over them. And eventually he drifts into yeah. where this this new hallway is and you see this, um, this steel door there and you figure this is where it's supposed to be and here's where you're at. And uh, I have to stop right. recording. I uh, time out real quick because I have to stop recording. Right. But I'll it'll be starting sure. up almost immediately afterwards. All right, and now you're at the large bulkhead of this this room where you where the uh, explosives are kept. And uh, so, what would you like to do? Um, you want to try the same thing as last time when I open the door? If it doesn't look friendly, blast the hell out of it. Oh, wait, All no. Right. Shit, it's full of explosives. Uh, wait, you said blast the hell out of it, right? Wait, no, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. And I gotta aim them. What? Yeah, what? Uh, um, what is it? it it's, it's full of explosives. Um, so, so if you miss... Yeah, but... Okay. Just, right. don't, just don't miss. I put... Well, now... Okay, so now you're telling... Uh, all right. Uh, shit. Now the pressure's on. I feel like this is going to be that both of us are dead. All right. And I bring both guns out. I cock them. Shoot. And you, you do hear things crawling up. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That is a fort. Yeah, you do hear things crawling in behind That's, you. That's uh, swole, right? Yeah, that's swole to like shoot the things that are currently like coming out behind you. You have to basically uh, help cover uh, Traxxas as he's trying to get this door open. And you just start blasting away down the hallway. And you're striking these things down left and right, just like an action fucking hero. You got a seven to open the door. And do, do I have like, can I jump off the cart onto the ground? And like, is there a ground to jump? absolutely the, like, like slide type thing where i'm like yeah you get I'll, I'll give that you rolled a 14 i'll give you that you 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 notice that yeah. like the door starts to shift open but it closes again you might think you need not mind to try a little bit harder it's not letting it's not quite letting you uh, you open it 
All right, F this. Uh, is there a computer element to it? Yes, absolutely. All right, I pull out the prehensile tail, and I get to doing the hacking thing where I'm just hitting so many buttons with, like, three different appendages. Go ahead and roll again, and I need you to roll to attack even more, Grim. That's a nine. Uh, that one is a seven for you, you feel your, you felt your second wind, but now like there's a lot of them coming and nine it's eventually it does open and you see, you see the door do you, it slides open. Okay. And what would you, would you like to do? Uh, running now and uh, I'm going to try to stealth run it. I'm going to use my natural ability to go invisible, hopefully for once <laughs> during this Roll and, stealth. and run in there. Cover Can I try to aid him like by, by doing Okay. What'd you get? I finally got a 10. I'm hidden. Awesome. You run in and stealth okay. in and look around and you see that nothing's inside. So, and you and you finally look around. Go ahead and make a squint roll for me. What the? Uh, eight. You see a crate where these like silver puck shaped things with red dots on top of them. And there's a crate full of them. Right. You figure these are the these are in fact the blasting caps. Oh yeah, boomy boom. Hey, hey snark, Grim. Let's grab these things and get the hell out of here. And I'll point to the. I, I continue. I, I continue to attack. There's thing, right? There are there are a lot more coming, and you figure you're gonna have to make sh you're you're gonna have to make you're gonna have to get the shit into the back of the uh, trolley right. if you wanna. I need you to make All another right, attack. Then I, I, Does that have a pulley? It has right. handles. Okay, cool. I'll try. All right. It's uh, going to be swole. Uh, eight minus one, so seven. It's a partial success. You start shifting it over, pulling it on the ground. And uh, Grim, what did you roll for your attack? Uh, for attack? 12. Yeah, you just start blasting away again, one-handing the shotgun and one-arming this rifle, just blasting through them. As you see your friend, Traxxas, pulling this giant metal crate towards the trolley that you guys are uh, are driving. Um, I holster both weapons to get them uh, somewhat pacified, and then I go to help. Uh, help him get the the blasting caps into the. Awesome! So both of you can make now make a swall check for like a swall a swall roll for me. I'm gonna assist him. Okay, good. Go ahead, both of you roll. Uh, four. Oh, uh, what did you roll? Seven. You 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 start helping him, and you're sliding along closer, and you manage to get it up into the trolley. Okay, good. All right, I'm going to use my prehensile tail to try to start the engine on a mice one. Go ahead. Uh, While he's doing that, I cock. Obviously, sorry. I cock. And he, and he starts it up, and you guys both get in your trolley. And second first, same as the first. You, st you drive straight down in there. All right, let's go once more into the fray. All right, go ahead. Uh, All right. Graham, go ahead and start, start shooting these fuckers for me. And... Uh, Traxxas, go ahead and that, roll. Give me that drive. Nine on that. Uh, Eleven. Eleven. Holy shit. Uh, you got a nine? I got... What'd you get? Yeah, break it up a little bit. 
Oh, uh, yeah, I got it. It's uh, it's uh, cutting off again. All we heard is I've got a... Ah, <laughs> May have to start saying over. <laughs> I got a nine over. Okay. There we go. Awesome. Beautiful. You start blasting away at these things, and he is tucking and weaving through these eldritch abominations that are flying and crawling through the walls. You manage to blast several of these anemones just out of the way as he drives over them and through them and around them. Uh, one more time, give me a uh, drive check and an attack check. Seven. Just nine again. Uh, nine again? Okay. Um, you uh, you managed to hit one. Uh, he, he hit runs this thing. It's a giant mass, almost like a giant Icar sea cucumber. Mm. And you splat right into it, but you start driving a bit slower and you see that they're starting to like get faster on you. I need you to make another drive check and I need you to make another uh, attack roll for me, Grim. Mm. They're snurred. They're gaining. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to use my tail like pet the, the hood of this thing and be like, please, baby, don't fail me now. All right, that is an 11. Yeah. I'm going to say that's a yes. 13. You... Oh, shit. Yeah, so... Sorry. <laughs> You're breaking up again. All right. Yes, over. That's an 11. All right, awesome. Cool. cool. Badass. As you, if it, you just tear through this thing, you press your foot down to the pedal and you tear through this evil sea cucumber. And he's just blasting away at the meat in front of him with a shotgun. And it's just go running right through and you're pulling through. And eventually you hear the ground shake as there's a large. And it's. And just it, it shakes your bones. What's up? I say, I say, get ready to jump. Right? Is this a, a part where? Uh, almost, 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 Grim. Okay. All right. Uh, this is going to be a little risky, but um, I'm going to try to drive with my tail so I can try to get these things set up to blow. Go ahead and. Um, Give me both free uh, tracks. You give me a drive check at a minus one, right. but a cleverosity to start timing these things out. All right. The drive check at a minus one is a is a six. And the one to arm them is a nine. If I'm able to use hacking, it's a ten. Okay, so you set these things up real quick, and they're st you see the timers, and you see what what about how long would you want these things to start going? Um, I'm gonna set them for 20, 30 seconds. Thirty seconds, and as you do that, you're trying to drive without looking at the at the uh, in front of you, and Grimjack, you see you're driving almost certainly straight into a wall. Because there is a curved turn along the way that uh, your uh, dwarvish friend did not tell you about. And uh, it looks like he's driving straight towards it. What would you like to do? Goddamn dwarf didn't tell us there's a... 
a wall. Then you immediately look around and Whoa. see you are in fact driving uh, driving a wall. I'm going to give you another drive check just because I'm nice to fix this. To fix this. Uh, uh, that's a ten. You immediately just drift. Yeah. You correct. Woo. You correct that mistake. Nice. And you drift, and <laughs> you now you now know that whenever when you next when you start the timers, you have thirty seconds before these things blow. Yeah, I'll, I'll let Grim my know. Paul. We got thirty seconds until fireworks. You're my Paul Walker over. I don't know what that is, but thanks. <laughs> and eventually, you come to where the dwarves were are are mining are mining. It's a large, cavernous room, circular. It's about the size of a football stadium. Or at the edge for you, it is just a huge room. And in the center of this large room, you say a giant, its mass is cylindrical, and at the top are a massive row of tentacles. And on each of its sides is a, almost like a wing like appendage. Oh no, it's an older thing. And it is massive. It is. It's. You've. It. It may, in fact, be the size of the station you were on just a few hours ago. And as you look down at the base, you see each of these starfish-like tentacles birthing another creature. Now, what would you like to do? It's not that big, really. Not in real life. Uh, get get ready to jump, Grim. I don't want to be anywhere near this thing. Oh God. Don't okay. worry. Already on it. Okay, so here's what I want you to do, since you are the one driving. Grim, I just want you to make a nimble roll. But because this is technically an attack roll for you, I want you to roll roll an attack, but with your cleverosity. Uh, it has to be clever. God damn it! Not you, no, not you, Grim. Not you, Grim. Don't worry oh. about it. Not you. You're just rolling a nimble. Okay. Right, this, is for, right. this is for this is for Traxus. This is me aiming. Panic attack, my boy. Yeah, this this is me aiming this thing at this thing. This is, and then jumping off with you, right? Yeah, this is Japic jumping off with Grim. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right, cleverosity. Eleven. Eleven. Both of you duck and roll out of this thing, and you watch as the truck dries off, dukes of hazarding over into this thing, and you hear the beep. Beep, 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 as it dives into the flesh of this creature. Purple Icarus blood spilling out everywhere around it. And this, you're far enough away from it doesn't hurt you. But you know you have about 15 seconds before a 4x4 four four crate of explosives that detonate rock explode inside of this thing. What would you like to do? Running now. I, w I would like to walk away from the blast. I like the end of an action movie. Uh, I would really like to walk, walk away. He did jump out before me, at least. You, you, okay, you did jump out before him, so I'll let you do that. But, uh, you know what? No, I'm just going to let you have this. As you, as you start running, you're just walk as as uh, as Traxxas starts running out of the uh, trail where they came. You just start walking away, Grim. And as I do, I put, I put down my I, my 
my shades, which I had put up, like anticipate. I had put up my shades on top of my head, and I put them down, and I begin walking out. You do the whole I deal with it. Do thing? not. This is important. This is important. All right. So um, the blast is deafening. Your ears are ringing. You're pushed forward because of this, but Grim, I want you to give me a defensive roll, but with your action hero um, bonus to it. This will decide how cool you look. <laughs> That's a four. That's a four. <laughs> Please tell me the glasses just... Oh, that's a four. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. What? You, uh, <laughs> you managed to look cool for about right, five cool. solid seconds because eventually your glasses do, in fact, fly off in the shockwave. And somehow the, shot, the blast pushes you forward faster than Traxxas is running. So you're like a red cobalt <laughs> missile flying through this. And you get launched forward. <laughs> God. Oh. As a matter of fact, as he's running, you look, you, Traxxas, you look to your side and you lock eyes with him for a split second as he's just like a figurine flying through the air, just frozen in space and time, just flying through you. Flying past you. It was like yeah. a glitch cutscene. Absolutely. I'm broken on the ground. I'm saying, hey, Snurg, man, I'm not doing He's not, I'm not going to make you take damage for that because your pride is hurt enough as it is. <laughs> but you are shaken. <laughs> that is so great, man. And as ah! you, as you eventually do get tossed forward, Traxxas, by the shockwave, you do look around, and you see that the monsters that were alive have all fallen still and silent as you look down through the dusk and smoke and see that the mother of these creatures has died and Ooh. is no longer alive. And eventually, through your wounded pride and Wait, wait. Ringing ears. This is the one thing I can do. By all means, let's let's see what's up. <laughs> all right, so he's he's so he's like laying there, mm -hmm. and uh, you'll see me just like wander off to the side for a little bit, and come back, and I have a pair of sun a sun pair of sunglasses covered in ichor, and I just try to sling as much of it off as I can, and I gently place them on top of your head, and I go, well, at least you're a cool guy, because cool guys don't look at explosions. Let's go home, buddy. You damn right. You did good today. You did real. And as you, uh, the ending scene of this is as you get to the top side, you see that the mother dwarf has, in fact, like refitted the leather jacket as best she could and has made. What she thinks of as pants for you guys, they, they fit a bit, and they don't look very clean, but they are denim pants. They look like they're working man's pants. Okay. 
twinsy pants, right? Absolutely, like yes. And, oh, you, okay, sure. and you see the that's, father. That's all. Yeah, and you see as the father has in fact found a spacesuit for a human child, which barely fits her daughter, but it works. It it does seal up. And as you as um as you attach a uh full on um cargo car, uh, uh cargo trolley to the back of your uh, of your uh bikes it is full of copper or co like raw cup copper ore right. and uh, there are oh, even yeah. a few there are even a few bricks of copper in there for you that they've managed to like find from the destroyed area so you have about 10 copper bricks which right. are very expensive because they're used in electrical equipment and they're used for heating elements and stuff like that this is worth oh, yeah. a lot of stuff especially for your mothership oh yeah I, I, I can work with this stuff and there's a very tearful hug as the mother hugs her daughter and the father hugs them again because as far as they know they will not see her child their, their daughter again but they know she will have a better life going with you and getting to a goblin uh a goblin refuge, a goblin uh, camp where she'll be able to like live an actual free life. That's awesome. And you ride off into what is essentially the sunset, knowing that you've not only helped save uh, a, dw a dwarven little girl, but you ride off with a lot of more money than you had beforehand. And that's where just roll, in, roll credits. Just, in, just in. <laughs> what's up? It's just another day in the lives of the and what? Oh, what's the name of the, the RPG? Uh, Cobalt Biker Bounty Hunters in Space. Yeah. Uh, are you still just there? Just another day in the Biker Cobalt Bounty Hunters. <laughs> and uh, that's where we'll uh, that's where we'll end it. A nice kind of heartwarming ending, where are you. Not only saved an entire group of surviving dwarves, but helped free one as well from the uh, clutches of the humans. Hey, uh, Alex. Nice. What's up? That uh, data pad that they gave me, is that linked to the the corporation that the, the humans are in it? Yes, absolutely. In the two-hour drive back, uh, I'm going to imagine since, you're, uh, since Grimm's bike is more kid out and badass, he has more room for her. Oh, absolutely. Um... You'll see me tinkering with the data pad all the way back home. And I'm going to If you'll let me have one more die roll, I want to try to do something a little bit. What do you want to do? Using my hacksaws, I want to see if I can forge uh, a thing saying that the last actions of the uh, human bosses of that settlement was to grant all the dwarves their freedom. Oh, that is bib! Oh my god, can I please roll it for me? Ten. Roll good. It that that's an auto that is that is yeah. a success. That's a full success. Because yeah, the seven on the die plus the two cleverosity plus the hexor one. Absolutely. So not only like in the future they get an even more happy ending, because you know there's not there's not a lot of dwarven refugees. I don't tell anyone yeah. this. Ever. <laughs> there you go, and that's where we'll end off. You tomorrow. gotta tell you, you you gotta tell the parents though. Like I, oh, I they'll I, know because they'll be free. 
when the transport comes in the next week to pick them up, it won't be taking them to another mine. It'll take them to wherever they want to go. There you go. All right, cool. So long as they know, if they know where their there is. All so right. They could go there if they. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone, and thank you for listening to our uh, insane one shot. Have a, have a wonderful yeah. night and stay safe. That was so awesome.